Hello, Wonder World listeners, and welcome to episode 32 of the Wonder World podcast. I'm Pam. And I'm Olivia, and this is the first week of November. Birthdays this week include John Adams, the second president of the United States, born on October 30th in 1735. Juliet Gordon Lowe, founder of the Girl Scouts, born on October 31st in 1860. And Daniel Boone, American pioneer and frontiersman, born on November 2nd in 1734. Well, speaking of birthdays, Olivia, did you know that Wonder World Kids Club members can now get a special birthday greeting from the two of us? How do they do that, Mom? All kids have to do is have their parents log into their Wonder World account and fill out the birthday form. It's really quick and easy. Now, this does need to be done at least a month before your birthday, so have your parents fill out that form today. And we can't wait to wish Wonder World Kid Club members a very happy birthday. Festivities this week include National Candy Corn Day on October 30th and Halloween on October 31st. What were some of your favorite Halloween costumes as a child, Mom? Oh, my goodness. So one year I got to be Casper, the friendly ghost, which was kind of like a really big thing when I was a little girl. There was a cartoon (laughs) and I I did that. And I think that was probably my favorite of all of them. What about you, Olivia? You've had some cool ones through the years. Thank you. That's a hard one. I was Betty Boop last year for Halloween, which I thought was fun. That was fun. And then you were also Doctor Who one year. Yes. And... My favorite might have been the year that you were the mushroom. Oh, yeah. That was a last minute throw together costume because my first one didn't really go super well. But it turned out awesome. But I have to say, I was with John the other day and I was looking through some old pictures of you guys as really little kids. And my favorite might have been the year that you guys were the Bobby Soxer and the Greaser. Do you remember that? I do not. (laughs) You guys were so cute. Yeah. November 1st is National Cow Zone Day and National Cinnamon Day. November 2nd is National Ohio Day. November 3rd is Jellyfish Day and National Sandwich Day. And to wrap up the week, November 5th is National Chinese Takeout Day. So I'm guessing like November 4th isn't anything. I guess not, but it's a busy week no matter what. That is very true. Well, this week in history, on October 30th, 1960, the first successful kidney transplant was performed in the United Kingdom. On November 1st, 1800, John Adams became the first U.S. president to live in the executive mansion, which was later named the White House. And on November 5th, 1872, Susan B. Anthony broke the law and voted for the first time. And on that same day in 1935, the board game Monopoly was first released. That is so interesting. Which one, Susan B. Anthony or Monopoly? Both. (laughs) But I do think that Susan B. Anthony one is really kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Juliet McGill Kinsey Gordon was born in Savannah, Georgia on October 31st in 1860. Her friends called her Daisy. Juliet was one of five children, and their parents encouraged them to be loyal and respectful of others. Her parents wanted their children to have a great education, so when she was 12 years old, Juliet's parents began to send her to a number of different boarding schools around the United States. She loved music and art, but struggled with spelling and grammar, leading some historians to believe that she may have been dyslexic. As an adult, 
Juliet met the founder of the Boy Scouts in England. Together, they set up troops for girl guides in Scotland and England, with Juliet later returning to Savannah, Georgia, where the first American Girl Guides group was formed. Girls learned map reading, first aid, cooking, knot tying, and more. Girl Scouts spread across the world and helped in World War I by rolling bandages, planting gardens, canning food, and selling war bonds. Did you know that November is Manatee Awareness Month? Let's see if we can discover something new about these gentle mammals, often nicknamed sea cows. Manatees love warm waters near the land, and while the small Amazonian manatee only lives in freshwater, the West Indian manatee and the West African manatee can move between both salt and freshwater due to their specialized kidneys. While many people call them sea cows, manatees actually are more closely related to elephants. Manatees have a few small toenails at the end of their flippers, which resemble the toenails on an elephant. Their upper lips have an overhang that the gentle sea giants use to grab food. What does that remind you of? Perhaps the trunk of an elephant? You know that they use their trunks to feed themselves too, right? The West Indian manatee is beloved in North America. During colder months, they live off the coast of Florida. They need the warm water to survive because they have so little body fat. Since they like to stick close to coastal land in the Gulf of Mexico, many tourists travel from all over Florida in the winter and boat out to where those creatures congregate, hoping to see the manatees and make memories that will last a lifetime. Do you love it when we share about manatees and other animals? If so, you should really check out Miss Cindy's podcast, No Sweat Nature Study. She has a fun way of teaching all kinds of interesting and exciting things about nature. And it's a podcast that Olivia and I have both enjoyed. Do you remember the episode about mushrooms, Olivia? Yes, I do. Very much so. Yeah, that was a great one. And so many others. I love listening to Miss Cindy. So go check out No Sweat Nature Study. And now for our trivia. When a patient has very sick kidneys, they sometimes need another person to donate a kidney to them. When the patient's surgery is complete, how many kidneys does the patient have? A, one, B, two, or C, three? We will be right back with the intriguing answer in a minute. In November of 1849, a Chinese restaurant called Canton Restaurant opened in San Francisco, serving 300 people inside. As the first Chinese restaurant in the United States, the menu was very different than what we order from today. In China, during the 1800s, cooking was considered women's work. One problem for the Chinese community in California during this time was how few women there were. Nearly 100% of the Chinese immigrants during the time were men. The men may not have had much cooking experience or access to their family's recipes, but they learned to make do with what they had. They had to be very creative with ingredients that were available because, of course, different crops grew in China and California. One of the first recipes they popularized was chop suey. Have you ever eaten that dish? It was a hit and the popularity spread. More Chinese restaurants opened up around the USA and today, less than 200 years later, there are nearly 50,000 Chinese restaurants with extensive menus. Will you celebrate Chinese takeout day this week? 
Maybe you will like those first Chinese chefs in California and use what you have in your pantry to create something new and delicious at home. I think we should celebrate Chinese takeout day. (laughs) Yes, we should. President John Adams was born to a father who was a farmer, a craftsman, and a politician in Massachusetts. His father wanted him to have a good education and expected John to read lots of books and to study hard. What John's father really wanted was for his son to become a minister. But instead, John studied law at Harvard and later became an attorney. While living and working in Boston, John Adams saw firsthand how the colonies were being mistreated by the English crown. Like his father before him, John became involved in politics, eventually helping to write the Declaration of Independence alongside Thomas Jefferson and other men. When George Washington became the first president of the United States of America, John Adams was his vice president. Once George Washington decided he had served long enough, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams ran against each other for the job of president. Adams won by a narrow margin, so he became president and Jefferson became vice president. At that time, the candidate with the second most votes became the vice president. That's really different from how things are done today. John Adams is remembered for being a man who stood by what he believed and worked hard to keep the United States at peace and out of war, even when it was unpopular. As you can see, John Adams, the second president of the United States, and Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States, were knit closely together in their passion for the new country. Eerily, these founding fathers stayed connected even in death as they both died on the same day, July 4th, 1826. Hey there, kids. You love the Wonder World podcast because there are so many new things to learn, explore, and discover. We take you through the rainforest, outer space, and even back in time. We learn about animals, science, nature, and more in fun and creative ways. We'll expand the learning and the fun by joining the Wonder Kids Club. Tell your parents to sign you up. We have a whole packet of activities every week to go with each podcast episode, including mazes, puzzles, coloring pages, and all kinds of hands-on learning. Plus, you can submit to get your birthday on the show. So what are you waiting for? Tell your parents to subscribe, and for just $7 a month, you get the weekly podcast, plus four bonus audios, and all of the materials in the packet to keep the discoveries going all week long. Don't miss out. Join today. And now back to our trivia. When the kidney transplant patient surgery is complete, how many kidneys does the patient have? Is it A, one, B, two, or C, three? If you said C, three, you are correct. The patient generally keeps their two original kidneys and has the new healthy kidney too. I did not know that. I did not either. That one is really fascinating, Miss Betsy. Yes, it so is. interesting. <laughs> I thought they took the original one out and then yeah, replaced it. Because that's what I... you usually do with organs, right? I... Not having been to medical school, I just don't know. <laughs> but that's really think, fascinating. You think 15 seasons of ER would have taught us something, but <laughs> I guess not. So? <laughs> so today's word of the week is different. 
Rather than just one word, we have two words to share with you. They sound a lot alike and can be a little tricky, but never fear because we are here to help. Earlier in the podcast, you heard about the Chinese men who immigrated to the United States of America. Immigrant is the word used when talking about the country someone moved to. Immigrant, spelled I-M-M-I-G-R-A-N-T, starts with the letter I. Now, if you wanted to talk about the country the Chinese men moved from, you would say that they are immigrants from China. Emigrant, spelled E-M-I-G-R-A-N-T, starts with the letter E. Challenge yourself to use the words immigrant and emigrant this week to explain the difference to a family member or friend. We know you can do it. Okay, so I always remember this one by remembering that when you move in to a country, in starts with I-N, you use the word immigrant that starts with an I. So that's an easy way to remember. That is an easy way to remember it. Hey, Olivia, what fish goes good with peanut butter? None? I don't know. (laughs) Has to be jellyfish. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Why are manatees great detectives? I don't know why. They always go deep undercover. Love it. Okay. Well, now here are a couple of jokes from Wonder World listeners just like you. My name is Jonathan and I live in Canada and I am 10 years old. My joke is, why should we feel bad for the coffee? Because it gets mugged every morning. My name is Eliana, and I'm nine years old, and I have a joke to share. Why don't eggs tell each other jokes? Because they crack each other up. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Wonder World Podcast. Did you know that we have a super fun opportunity where your joke might be featured on the show? With your parents' permission, head over to wonderworldpodcast.com and click the blue Share a Joke for the Show button on the right-hand side of the screen. Be sure to speak clearly and keep it family friendly. We'll be sharing some of our listeners' jokes on upcoming episodes, and we can't wait to hear what you have up your sleeve. Until next time, keep wondering. <laughs> <laughs>